Good morning. This is Laz Jacob, another episode of Running with Laz. Today I have with me Alyssa Kolarik. I hope I got that right, Alyssa. Yep, you did it. <laughs> okay, good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. It's another Saturday, long run day. Well, yeah, I have to ask because I know that, you know, when we traded some messages yesterday, you had mentioned that you were getting up around 3, 3.30-ish to do like a 20-mile run on the treadmill. So I have to ask, yep. did you did you accomplish that 20-mile run? Yeah, I did. I always get my runs done. That's amazing. Now, do you, I'm assuming you don't do it all at one time. You may take a, a break here or there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Our um, treadmills at the gym shut off after an hour. So <laughs> today was the day I had to turn it back on twice. <laughs> How do you so. get how do you get through that? You know, I've I've run, you know, I don't do a I mean right now most of my running's on the treadmill just cuz I'm nursing some injuries, but the longest I've ever done on a treadmill is 8 miles and I broke that up in like 2 4 mile segments. I could not even imagine doing I mean for me anything longer than 8 miles on a treadmill. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think I think a lot about long running too is like mental fortitude almost. So like even training on the treadmill kind of prepares you for what you're going to face in a marathon. Cause you, you know, you have to keep going and even if it's boring or whatever, you just kind of keep going and get through it. I, um, I generally, I make playlists on Spotify or like today I just watched my show on Netflix. I didn't feel the best this morning. So I went kind of at an easy pace, which for me is an eight minute mile. So easy pace, treadmill, um, TV shows, that sort of thing. And I have, I have a favorite one uh, at the gym. It's underneath a fan. <laughs> so <laughs> it helps. I'd love to, to do an eight minute mile for a race, let alone a nice easy run. <laughs> so, but yeah, that's all good. I, I interviewed um, a Nicole Wade not too long ago. I don't know if you listened to that one at all, but she, you know, she kind of does the same thing, runs long runs on the treadmill, but she doesn't listen to anything. So it's like I don't know how people can get through without at least like listening to some music or you know having a TV in front of you something to kind of take your mind off of just staring at the you know the um, the mileage counter on the the uh, treadmill that just keeps going by slowly. You know, so. Yeah, yeah. Like generally, if I'm gonna long if I'm gonna run long outside, I don't have headphones or anything. Like I'll just pay attention to what's around me because I'll go up to the towpath or something but indoors I have to have something so. now when you when you race do you because this has come up a few times in some previous podcasts do you wear headphones when you race I don't no I stopped doing that actually that was Renee's advice um Renee Harden um I started training with her and she was like ditch the headphones like <laughs> And it helps. Like it's it's one more thing to fiddle with on race day. Like have go wrong. Like if your battery dies, and especially if you're trying to run fast, it just is. It's not worth it. I'm assuming you wear like your Garmin or your watch or whatever to kind of like look down from time to time just to check pace and things like that. Yes, I do. Yeah, you know it's interesting because I had that that same conversation with Renee, and we were we were chatting about. You know, when I would go to some races and just, just go to watch and volunteer or whatever, but see the, the lead runners typically coming through, both male and female, none of them have, you know, headphones. They just, they don't wear them. So it's just, you know, their, their watch just to kind of keep their pace. 
And then, you know, you start to get to the middle packers. And, of course, they have their headphones like me. I don't actually wear headphones. I just have my phone in this, like, my pocket and my jacket and just play my playlist. So it's loud. So everybody around me gets to hear what my playlist sounds like. But, you know, and we were talking, too, like, you know, you're out running a 5K. You're typically trying to run, you know, hard or, or, you know, fast as you can. You're not really Mm -hmm. hearing the music anyways, you know, so you're you're just so focused on your run, you're not even listening to the music. So I don't even know why people wear them, but you know, whatever gets them through the race, right? Yeah, definitely. Well, like for me, without them, I, I tend to end up having a song stuck in my head, anyways. So it just depends on what the what the race is as to what song is stuck in my head that day. Right. So what races do you, are you training for anything? I mean, doing a 20 mile run on the, uh, the treadmill, I mean, assuming you got to be training for something coming up here. Yeah. So actually next week I'm doing, um, the Disney princess series. We're taking your kids to Disney for the first time. So I'm doing the 10 K and the half on subsequent days. So Saturday's the 10 K Sunday's the half, but my main goal is the Athens marathon this spring, which is April 15th. Oh, nice. Now, have yeah. you have yeah, you I, ran marathons before? I have. Uh, I ran Towpath last year, and then I ran New York City in November. Now, how how did you do? I mean, how was your experience? Did you did you enjoy it? Which one was your first marathon that you ran? Uh, Towpath in October was my first one, and I um, I signed up for it because I had a twenty miler that day, and I usually run on the Towpath for my long runs and it was going to be closed and I'm like oh, I might as well just run the marathon and I, I went into it I was kind of worried about like ruining New York because um, New York was the main goal and I kind of freaked out a little bit and it didn't go as well as I wanted it to but I got it done so that was what mattered but that was a I was thinking oh I can qualify for Boston at home and then like my parents and my kids came out to see me and all that stuff um so I didn't qualify at that one and then you know I, I trained um, for the next month and I went to New York and I ran a 323 and qualified so it worked out wow that's nice what was your experience at New York I mean that's got what like 50,000 runners I think do that race each year so yeah. that's got to be just and, and the weather could be you know anywhere across the board I mean I've seen where they actually show pictures of the start line after everybody has kind of left and there's you know gloves and hats and garbage bags you know because people wear garbage bags and it's just you know I mean it keeps people busy for the whole day you know cleaning up but what was your experience did you you they have different corrals where you know people go off at at certain times yeah so for New York you you wait around for a really long time so I my wave, I was in the first wave, and it didn't kick off until 9.50. I had to be on a bus to Fort Wadsworth at 5.30. So I was there around 6, and then you just sit around, like, the start villages and wait for a little while. Um, they had therapy dogs and such stuff, which was nice. Um, I was able to eat, like, breakfast and just talk to people and all of that. And then um, when you're supposed to go up to your corral, it, there was, like, a schedule for when you had to be in it. And I was orange wave one I think corral I forget which one I was but um basically I started when the elite men did uh so I didn't have to wait around too long but I mean there is you wear it was a little cold I had on like 
just throw away sweatpants and a hoodie and stuff. And they have bins for you to donate that stuff in in the corrals. But when you get up on the bridge, they don't. So, like, people who wore their stuff up onto the bridge, left it on the bridge, I didn't do that because I thought, oh, I need to dump my stuff here so that it gets donated. Gotcha. Okay. But, yeah, you get you get started and you see people stripping and throwing their stuff off to the side. <laughs> Did you enjoy the experience or, you know, w- would you ever consider doing New York again or is it like once is enough? If I could afford to do New York every single year, I would. It was incredible. Um, the entire city really does come out for it. The only place there wasn't people was on Verizon and Arrows. So right when you start, but you have like that whole rush of adrenaline when you start. And I had found a couple other teammates that I was running with. So that was fine. It was no big deal if there wasn't people. And then the Queensboro Bridge, there's no one. And it's really quiet. And so those were the only two places it was quiet. But Queensboro Bridge, you got halfway across and you could hear everyone on First Avenue. And you could hear them cheering, and it kind of, like, propelled you across the bridge, like, just so you could get there. Right. And there's no qualifying time, right, for New York? It's more along the lines of just a lottery, right? You just put in your your, uh, registration, and if they pick you, they pick you? Or do you actually – can you qualify on time? You can qualify. Um, You can actually – unlike Boston, you can qualify with a half marathon time. So that's what I did. The women's time was a sub-132, um, and I had a few of those, so I submitted with one of those, and I got in. Um, but if you submit with a marathon time, it's actually a sub-312 marathon for women, so their marathon time is a little more stringent. Wow, that's fast. But yeah. then they but then they do have the, the um, I mean, the slow, you get, slower runners can get in there too, right? It's just, again, it's just pick of the, or luck of the draw if you if you get in or not. Yes. Yeah, there's a lottery, and then there's also charity runners. Gotcha. Okay. That would be nice. You know, I think that, I don't know, Boston would probably always be like the dream run. But, you know, for me, I'll never qualify unless I get get in there with a charity. But, you know, where in New York can you actually go through the five boroughs of New York and, you know, feel safe, I guess? Because you know? <laughs> you're, <probably> <laughs> you're probably not thinking about it much as you're running through. And like you said, I mean people are coming out and cheering you on it, it it has to be just a fantastic feeling going going through there yeah it was incredible and it was one of those like so with towpath i started off too fast and i like i burned out so with new york my goal was to not do that so you know i was running with a couple other people and they started kind of going too fast like at one point we were running seven minute miles which i can do but i'm like no we need to be at 7 45 so what I'd do is, you know, I'd try and slow down a little bit. I'd find little kids to high-five, crowd people to high-five, like everyone I could find, you know, to go over to the side, and that would slow me down a little bit because you get really, really excited that there's all those people and all of that. So. Well, yeah, plus you started you with the elite men, yourself. you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, of course they were they were way out front of me. Yeah, I was going to say it did take long. Minutes. It did take long for them just to like say see ya. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, they were gone. But and they do yeah. start the women first, correct? I mean, it's maybe like fifteen, twenty minutes before the men, maybe even longer. Or, or do the elite women and men start at the same time? No, the women start first. I think they started at nine twenty. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Well, enough about the running. No, kidding. Uh, tell me about you. You know, I, you know, part of the reasons why I enjoy doing these these podcasts and interviews is just to get 
you know, stories from, from real people that, that do this, you know, every day and can bring advice to other individuals that are, you know, kind of doing the same thing. Now you are clearly on, on the faster end. I mean, I think you and Renee are probably like two of the fastest women in the, you know, the running club that, that we have here in Medina County Roadrunners Club. Um, so I appreciate seeing all your posts and I'm always like jealous about the times and everything. I'm like, how can these people do this? You know, <laughs> but it's, but it's fantastic. But, you know, tell me about your background. Did you, I mean, run as a kid and, and, you know, I know that you recently had an injury too. So I'd kind of like to hear about that and, and what you think caused it, but yeah, just, you know, tell me about your background. Yeah. Um, so Renee is actually kind of my inspiration, but um, I started running when I was 28, um, and it was just one of those things that I had been working out for a little bit, and I was like, oh, you know, I'll pick up running, and I signed up for the Cap, Cap City Half Marathon, and that was going to be my first marathon, and I didn't give myself enough time to train, and I actually ended up breaking my femur neck during that race, so I ended up having to have surgery, take a bunch of time off, kind of got fearful going back into running, and then... Um, I picked it back up again and did the Christmas story run in 2000, I think it was 2015. Um, and that was my first race back. And then after that, I did like some little five K's and 10 K's and stuff like that. And my goal was to go back to Cap city the next year and not break a hip. <laughs> so that, that would was be what a good goal. <laughs> yeah. So I went back to Cap city the next year. And then after that, like I was just all about the half marathons. Um, I did, you know, Medina. Um, I was doing all the training runs with the Medina people. So I did Medina one weekend and then we did a Medina half second chance, like two weekends after. So I did that one. I did the whole Akron series. Um, I just, you know, did all, all the half marathons that year. And, um, eventually ended up running a 127 um and that was when people started telling me oh you should run a marathon you know you you probably go sub three and all that and I was like okay you know and um Renee was actually planning on running with her friend Todd for the Athens marathon last year and so she kind of clued me in on their training plan and I started following it and all of that and my labrum and my other hip the one I didn't break ended up being because um my hips weren't shaped correctly like my entire life so my other one's still not right but the left one's fixed um so my ball and my socket didn't fit together correctly so they had to go in and um sew my labrum back together and then do a bone shaving and make my joint fit together correctly wow so i didn't get to run athens last year which is why i'm doing it this year because that's my if you signed up for it like seven days after my surgery or something. I was like, I am doing this next year. Like I am coming back and I'm getting it done. So now an injury like that, I mean, I, I take it, that's something you just, you never know until, you know, you actually get injured, right? Unless somebody does an x-ray of you for some other off reason and they say, well, you know, your, your joints not really fitting the way it should. I mean, you'd never know, correct? Yeah, no, I had no idea. And I think it's partially why my other hip broke too. Um, you know, just when things don't fit together correctly, it just stuff happens. So, so how yeah, did you... I, I never would have known. And actually, when I went in, um, when I went in to have that injury looked at, I thought I had a stress, stress fracture in my other hip. And I was like, oh no, not again! Like I didn't yeah. break my hip again. I can't believe it. And um, they did an X-ray, and they're like, no, there's nothing wrong. And then he, with my history, um, 
because I saw the guy who fixed my hip before sent me for an MRI that day and they found I had like a big cartilage tear and then that um, labral tear. So he referred me to his friend that does um, labral tear repairs and they got me in. So. Wow. Now, how long did were you not running and did you do like any cross training? Because I do see like you, some of your posts where you're, you know, lifting weights and stuff like that. Did, did you, did you lift prior to the injury or, or kind of more, you know, afterwards to help maybe alleviate some of that? Yeah. So ever since I started working out, um, which was like, I, I wasn't my athletic my entire life, like not at all. So I started working out in 2014 uh, after I met my soon to be husband at that time. Um, and I was like, I want to wear a backless wedding dress. So I started doing like Jillian Michael videos in my basement with my three pound <laughs> weights, like trying to get into shape for my wedding and all of that. So I had like a whole set of weights and stuff and I used to work out by myself in my basement. And so then when I started running and I got injured, um, I added CrossFit to it, um, in 2016. Um, and that was something that I found actually really, really helps with my speed of running because CrossFit is, as a runner, you go a little bit light, like you don't go super heavy. So if you can't like do the workout as prescribed, you do the weights, you do less weights. So like say you're supposed to do something at 95 pounds, maybe you drop it to 75 or 65 um, so that you get more of an aerobic workout. But ever since I started that, I got a lot faster as a runner. Um, it's just it's been a really good complement to my running. Hmm. What kind of CrossFit do you do? I mean, I'm not really into it, so I don't know all of it, but is it is the CrossFit mainly working with just lighter weights or is it just doing other things to dig strength and core? I mean, did you at that point did you get like a a trainer to help you or just kind of really did it all on your own? It's CrossFit's a whole lot of everything. So it's gymnastics movements, it's Olympic lifting, it's, you know, just normal traditional weightlifting. Um, and there's two components generally to every single class. So you'll do a strength component where you're lifting a little heavier, like doing back squats or front squats or, um, power snatches and stuff like that. Um, there's some movements I'm not very good at. And like, to me, uh, a power snatch doesn't matter to my running. So it's like, I don't need to worry about too much about having to go heavy on that back squats. I really like, cause they're really good for like quads and glutes and all of that strength wise. Um, and then there's a Metcon component or like a workout of the day component where you just go as hard as you can. So like yesterday, yesterday's workout was rowing, clean and jerks, um, dumbbell power snatches and air squats. So you did like a 60 calorie row and then you launch into five, 10, 15, five, uh, clean and jerks, 10, 10 dumbbell snatches and then 15 air squats. And then that was like 15 minutes, as many as you can get done. So you just are doing these movements um, for rounds and then that's your score. So it's kind of like every class to me is almost like a, it's like a mini race, you know, like you're just seeing what you can do and where your fitness is at every time you go in. So um, I do have a, I have one of the CrossFit coaches I work with once a week who helps me out with like the movements and stuff like that. Um, one of my goals this year is to improve my upper body strength, which 
you know, isn't really helpful for running, but like for me, it's just kind of one of those things that's really lagging behind my leg strength and I'd like to work on it and at least be able to do like strict pull-ups and stuff like that. And then I do have a running coach as well who writes my running workouts. That's awesome. Now, do you go to just a local gym here in, you know, the Medina area? Yeah, um, I'm in Wadsworth, so I go to Advanced Performance uh, Fitness and CrossFit in Wadsworth. And it's nice because they have, like, and then um, they have the CrossFit class. So, like, so there's some mornings I'll do my run, and then I'll shower and go to CrossFit class. So it's a good, like, two-a-day kind of thing, one right after the other. Yeah, I think that's, you know, for people that, that you know, want to get better – you know, because if you're out there, like for me, I mean, I try to do it all on my own, but, you know, again, I've been injured, so I've kind of been doing, got away from it a little bit, but, you know, that's one thing I need to do is just, you know, strengthen the core, and a lot of times, I just don't know how to get there, you know, I'm, I'm sure there's so much research you could do on the internet, even probably YouTube things, or Google stuff, and you, you would find it out, but a lot of it's mental, too, you know, you just gotta, you just gotta do it, you know, so. yeah. Yeah, for core strength, I mean, there is some core strength implied in lifting. Like, you have to tighten your core to do some of these lifts and stuff like that. Um, for core strength, there's um, – I'm on a team for Wazelle, and they actually have – if you Google the Wazelle Dirty Dozen, they have, like, this whole list of, like, core exercises for runners. So it's, like, bird dogs and planking and stuff like that, uh, push-ups. But it has, like, this 20-minute workout for core that I'll do every once in a while as well. What's that called? Uh, the Wazelle Dirty Dozen, and Wazelle is spelled O-I-S-E-L-L-E. Okay, that's it's something French I'm going to be bird. searching for. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because I definitely need to, you know, I want to get faster and, and, you know, hopefully do some – age group PRs because you know like I was telling Renee it's like I don't I no longer count PRs just because my PRs were years ago and I'll probably mm -hmm. never get to those again you know <laughs> so now I'm doing my age group PR so I'm in the 55 to 59 age group so I'm going to set my PR for that you know five years or whatever so that, that's my focus yeah. <laughs> yeah and that's a really good way to look at things so like that's what I did as well after I was injured because you can't like immediately come back from an injury and be like, okay, I'm going to run a 127 half because it's not going to happen. <laughs> you know, my first half back after my surgery was a 150 and I was so disappointed in myself and it's like, darn it, you know what? I just had surgery four months ago, five months ago, and I just ran a half marathon in a, a time that most people would want to do. Like most people have a goal of doing sub two and I ran a 150. I should be proud of myself, yeah, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. So, it's a really good way to look at it. Yeah, I think the fastest half marathon I ever ran was probably like in my mid 30s. I think it was like 134 somewhere around there, which I, you know, I thought was pretty good, but um but yeah, now, you know, a couple 3 years ago when I did that River Run half marathon, it's like 154. So I was really happy with that. But then the following year I think I hit like 212. I'm like, "Oh, man, I'm going in the wrong direction." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's just, you got to look at it at where you're at with your fitness level and just be proud of yourself for getting out there and yeah, doing what you're doing. Absolutely. That's the way I am because, you know, hit or miss. I mean, some weeks you do good, some weeks you don't. And, you know, everything in life just kind of throws you from time to time. 
So as long as you're out there, you know, doing it, participating, you know, that's more than what 90% of the population is doing. So, you know, I, I'm thankful for that because there's a lot of people out there that, you know, can't even get up and walk around. So I'm lucky that the, the things that, that I can actually do. So, yeah, yeah, definitely. So you did the, you did the Christmas story run like last year also, correct? And the year before, were you first overall female in the, the 10 K last year? I was, yeah. For 2017, I was first female overall. So, like, in 2015, it was my comeback race, and I was, like, seventh in my age group. In 2016, I came in third, and in 2017, I came in first. That's awesome. What was your time? Do you recall? Uh, 38.44. So, it wasn't a PR for the 10K for me, but it was a really, really good comeback. That's amazing. That's what, just over six minute miles, I think, right? Somewhere around there? Yeah. Yeah, I think it was like 613 is what it averaged out to. Yeah. Did, was your was your family at the finish line when you got to finish? Yeah, my husband was there. That's awesome. So we generally, um, depends on what the race is, if the kids come or not. Like if it's going to be nice outside, then we'll bring them. Uh, if it's cold like it was that day, we don't just because they'll just complain the whole time I'm running and right. drive my husband crazy. So, you know, tell them, just, just settle down for 38 minutes. Mommy will be there. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't <Yeah>. work though. <laughs> now if they had, you know, <laughs> if they were at the turnaround where, you know, the Christmas story house was and everything, maybe they could go see the house, but you know, then they wouldn't have got to see you finish. That's cool though. Yeah. That's, uh, that, that's an amazing time. So it must be, you know, I, I've never finished first in a race at all, so it must just be an amazing feeling to, you know, to come across that finish line first. I know, I mean, just, just getting there and, and finishing is awesome, but, you know, just that being the first overall female just, just has to be fantastic. Yeah, and that was that was my goal, too, going into it was like, okay, I want to win this. Like, how do I win this? And when I took off, you know, I went out a little fast. I went out at sub six pace. So my first, um, my first mile was a five fifty seven, and I slowed down a little bit as it went on, but I just, I kept the biker in my sights and I just like was hoping no one would pass me towards the end and they didn't. So <laughs> that was awesome. Did you go back and like, look at the times to see where like the second and third place female was, or did you have, I mean, being the first female, you have no idea who's who's behind you, you know, you just don't. Now the people that are behind you, if they're like to turn around or whatever, they could probably see you, which is kind of hard. I always think it's, you know, it's harder running from that position, I think, than is like second or third, if you're close, you know, because you always know if you're like gaining on that person. <laughs> yeah, well, and you know, it, it, like, like you said, there's a turnaround, so you're passing everyone who's like, coming through to you know go down and turn around as well and mm -hmm. everyone kept yelling for me first female first female and you'd hear them cheering and like you'd get past them and you can hear them cheering again it's like okay are they cheering for a dude or are they cheering for another <laughs> woman like i just right. need i need to keep trucking it here right it's so hard to do because you know you don't want to turn around and keep looking because then you're kind of breaking your stride you know you just i guess you just go as is the best you can you know the as fast as you can depending on how you feel and and hope for the best. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, that's amazing. I just kept that biker in my sights and just kept going as fast as I could. So are you um, are you running the Medina half this year? I am. Yeah, that's actually my only race in May. Um, and then Renee actually asked me to be part of their elite group this year. So 
I'm kind of excited about that. Oh, that's good. Now, do you have, what's your goal for the Medina half? Are you using just more for a training run or you actually want to win like first overall female? I mean, I don't know what the times Um, are with, with that particular race and you know, what the finishing times would be for the females, but I would think that you got to be pretty close up there unless Renee does it. Cause you and Renee are probably right around the same speed, right? Yeah. Yeah. Renee has always been faster than me. Um, Renee, um, Renee has won, run like a 124 half. I think that's her PR is a 124. Um, mine's obviously a 127. Um, my goal this year is to be in the 123, 124 range though. So we'll see where I'm at uh, at that point. Uh, my goal right now is Athens and getting through Athens. And um, my goals for Athens are actually, I have two of them. Um, my coach texted me last week. And so my goal this year is to go sub three in the marathon. And I don't know if we're going to go for that at Athens or if we're going to go for that at Chicago. But she thinks, you know, depending on the weather and stuff like that, I could probably do it at Athens. So we kind of have like a twofold um, uh, layer of, of goals there. So the first is sub 310, and then the second will be sub three. So we'll see where I'm at fitness-wise for that. And then I'm actually running Cap City later that month. Um, and I, I just am running Cap City because I always run Cap City. It's where I broke my hip and just one of those things. But um, Maybe you should stay so away from Cap goes. City. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It, it, it I know. doesn't sound I like actually, it's been good luck for you, has it? <laughs> you no, know, I did it. It's funny because I had surgery on April 10th last year, and I think it was like April 28th. Um, and I was signed up for the half, and I, I messaged them, and I'm like, "Hey, um, can I drop to the 5K? And do you mind if I do it on crutches?" And they were like, "Go for it." So I did it last year. I did the 5K on crutches uh, with my half marathon bib, which probably made me look insane because I had a half marathon bib on but it took me like an hour and 14 minutes or something on crutches to do a 5k but I got it done so I got my medal for Cap City last year that's that is dedication man that is dedication but you know that's 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 a good way to do it because you know you want to be you still want to be part of the experience and you know however you could finish I mean there's other people that out there they do these races in wheelchairs and stuff like that so you know, it's fantastic that you actually went through with that. Most people would have just gave up, but kudos to you. Yeah, I, I'm not, I don't give up. <laughs> I'm very <laughs> stubborn to a point where I'm pretty sure I make my husband pretty crazy. But. <laughs> so why why Athens? Is it just because of the, the course where you think you can, you know, get that sub three? Is it a pretty flat course? Or, you know, is, is that kind of what you're targeting? Because I think Chicago is pretty flat too, isn't it? Yeah, Athens is a flat out and back, and I mostly just signed up for it because I didn't get to do it last year, and Renee was my training partner for that, and she went down there and won it. So it's like, okay, you know, I, I can go there, and I can I can be Renee this year, yeah. <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> that'll be that'll be awesome. So or do you have yeah. other people going down there with you, or just, you know, just yourself? and Or I'm sure you probably know people down there. Um, yeah, one of the CrossFit coaches, I think, is going to do it as his first marathon. So, oh, that's cool. I don't think he's running with me. Um, I don't really know what his, his time goal is. I think he's trying to finish around four. But I know it's going to be his, his first marathon. He's pretty excited about it. So Yeah, that you know, that's, that's great. I mean, you started running at 28, and 
I mean, you didn't do like any cross country at all in school or anything. You just picked it up at 28 and just kind of went from there. Yeah, I didn't do anything in school. Like in middle school, I did track, but I was lazy. I was like shot put in discus. If I ran, you know how, so my daughter does this too. She's seven, but like they have her run in gym class and she's like, it makes my side hurt. And it's like, (laughs) it's because you're not breathing right. That's why. So like I'd, I'd use that as my excuse in gym class too. Like I'd fake being sick to get out of running a mile or like I'd say I had a side cramp or something like that. Like it's just, it wasn't my thing back then. Like physical activity at all wasn't my thing. So wow. now do you, do your kids, are they going to start running with you? Do you think, and have they done like any kids races or anything? My older daughter really likes it. And she, she's like one of those where she has a natural stride, like watching her run. I'm jealous because it's like, Oh my goodness, you have long legs and you've got this great stride. And I really hope she gets into it. I'm not going to force her to do it or, anything like that. My younger one, um, she's kind of all over the place. She's a little flighty. She doesn't really like running, but she does like CrossFit. Like she likes coming to CrossFit with us and all of that. So um, I think she's going to be more of my weightlifter and that, and my older one's going to be my runner. You know, like you said, you know, don't force them. I think as they see mom doing it and that I think that's just kind of like a natural progression you know for most kids you know they see their parents doing or whatever so they end up you know doing a kids run here or there and they they you know get excited about being around all the people and they just they enjoy it you know it's Mm -hmm. funny that you say that because my youngest daughter sam you know shannon and i my oldest daughter we kind of have like the same running stride which is probably like not the greatest you know you're running and you kind of like you look at yourself and you're like your thumbs are up in the air like why am i running like this it just looks weird you know but my youngest has like this most fluent running style that i've ever ever seen and she you know she's the fastest of the family but yeah it's like you know if we could just focus and just you know do our training probably the way we should you know like i told her last year she did the uh, this that hermes challenge series and did all the race i think it was like 18 races and she had not really trained much for a half marathon and just went out and ran the river run and she broke two hours i'm like how in the world can you do that you know it's like well it's got to be the youth (laughs) (laughs) yeah oh that's awesome yeah Yeah. not even not even specifically training although that was my that was my way I trained in 2016 was like, I just did all the races and those were my, <laughs> those were my training runs. Well, and so. that's what people would ask me because, you know, I did a lot of races the last couple of years and like, well, how many, how much miles do you run? I'm like, well, I don't really run more than, man, you know, 15 to 20 miles maybe a week, but I do a lot of races. So my races are kind of like my, my runs as well, you know? <laughs> so, and I would mm-hmm. warm up, you know, I'd warm up like a, you know, for a 5K, maybe warm up a mile before and then cool down a mile. So I was getting in about five miles, you know, on a race weekend. And, and sometimes I'm doing two races on a weekend. So, you know, 10 miles on a weekend, not not too bad, I, I would guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that's good. What other, what, what advice do you have for, you know, other, particularly females, because, I mean, you have a family that, that, you know, you're raising and everything. And, and I mean, I'm sure that's got to be, you know, hard to, to juggle that. And, you know, 
I don't know what your, you know, your training miles are per week, but how do you kind of fit all that in, all that in together? You know, there's other people out there like, you know, I could never run just because I don't have the time to do it. Well, you know, if it's something that's important, I guess you make the time like you, you know, you're up at 3.30 in the morning to do 20 miles on a treadmill. I mean, if you want to do it, you just have to make time. Yeah. So I am probably going to break about 250 miles this month-ish. I might be a little less than that because it's a shorter month, but I was just looking at my mileage um, on the 15th and I was at 125 miles. So I think I've been averaging about 60 miles a week. Um, And it's just one of those things where I like to get up really early. So like during the week, sometimes it'll be three o'clock and I'll go to the gym and I'll get my runs done. Um, my coach has been writing in 10 mile runs on Tuesdays and Thursdays as of recent. So, I mean, those take me, uh, it depends on the run. So like if it's mile repeats, it won't take as much time as it does if it's a 10 mile easy run. Um, but yeah, it's just one of those things where you get up and you get it done and you get on with your day. Um, advice wise, it's just, you know, yeah, like you said, if it's important to you, get it done. I, I was one of those people who said that I would never run a marathon because it was just too much training. <laughs> and so, like, I was like, oh, I'm happy with half marathons. Like, marathons are too much training and just too much, like, nutrition focus. And you just have to eat, like, so well and stuff like that. And, like, it, I've just it, – I've turned into I enjoy eating well because then I feel good and I can get my runs done and all of that. So it's just – it, it might take time to kind of fall into the, you know, getting up early and all of that. But it's something that I look forward to now. That's, you know, 60 miles a week. That's close to, you know, nine miles a day on average. Do you, I mean, do you break it up? Do you run twice a day or do you just, you know, do it all the one time? I'm assuming you, you run every day or do you, do you take any days off? I don't run on Wednesdays. So on my current plan, she has me run Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, Mondays and Fridays are shorter runs. Tuesdays and Thursdays are typically Tuesday speed work. Uh, Thursday's easy run. Saturday's a long run. Sunday's a shorter easy run. Now throughout the so year. So Wednesday's my day I spin. Do you take like any time off to recuperate, like, you know, a month off here or there, or do you just pretty much go throughout the entire year? I I don't know that I really had a chance to figure that out yet. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, last year, um, you know, I got injured in February, and I, um, I couldn't run. Like, I did CrossFit, and I cross-trained through my injury until I had surgery because of a labral tear. And it's really stupid, but like in the insurance company, at least the one I was with, you had to do six, six weeks of physical therapy before they would cover your surgery. So I was injured and I had to do the six weeks of physical therapy for an injury that doesn't heal. Like labral tears don't heal on your own because there's not enough blood flow to your hip joint for them to heal. Um, so I had my surgery April 10th. Uh, I got injured at the end of January and I couldn't run again until July. So, I mean, that was almost six months off. Um, unplanned, but I did cross train through it. Like I got a spin bike in the basement when I was on the elliptical, I was on that. Um, and I did CrossFit as I could, uh, that sort of thing. But I mean, I've had forced time off, but never really taken time off, time off. Right. Now with all the miles that you run, you talk about nutrition. Do you have a nutritionist or you just do that on your own? 
Um, so through my coach, I've gotten some blood work done to see like where my levels are at, especially with like iron and, and stuff like that. And my iron's low. So like I, um, I just watch primarily just watch what I'm eating. I try and focus on whole foods. Um, I, for a while there until recently, I like, um, was just big on like lean meats, like chicken. And, um, I had a call with, um, a nutritionist this week who was like, you need to start eating red meat. Like I had started the first time I had my blood work done, I started taking an iron supplement. The second time I had it done, my iron was down and it was because my workload for training had increased. And he's like, had you not been taking that iron supplement, it would have been down even more. So I have to start eating red meat again, but it's primarily just lean meats. And, um, I really like sweet potatoes and butternut squash and spinach and stuff like that. Um, and my biggest indulgence, I'd say, is like sunflower seed butter or peanut butter. Wow. That's, I mean, it's great to, you know, eat the right way because I think that a lot of times people don't realize what you put into your body is clearly how you're going, how your body's going to function. <laughs> if you're not putting in good stuff, you're just not going to function well, you know. But it's hard. You yeah. know, it's hard to like balance out how much you're going to eat and, now, for you, you could probably eat as much as you want with the amount of miles that you're running, but I'm assuming that sometimes if you, if you eat too much, you kind of feel sluggish, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I pay attention to that. Um, I just, you know, I primarily eat the same stuff pretty much every single day. It just depends on depends on the day and what my workload was that day. Now, I'm assuming that you have probably a, a full-time job, too. Yeah, I work full-time. Um, I work at RPM International in Medina, um, and I am a digital marketing coordinator for them. So I help uh, our operating companies with their marketing plans and manage social media and stuff like that. Wow. I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm blown away with the amount of stuff that you do, and yet you have the, the time to be, I consider, like an elite runner with, you know, with everything that you have going on. I mean... 250 miles a m- in a month that's just you know that's fan you know it's great it's fantastic but man that's just that's, to be able to balance all that that's phenomenal that's gonna be my biggest month ever like <laughs> I just I saw that and I'm like oh wow like I think I did 230 last month and that was my biggest month ever I keep having biggest month ever so as long as I can maintain it and I build it up slowly I'm happy I just don't want to get injured again and that's why yeah. I have my coaches you know I just that's one thing I don't want to have happen again. Cause it's, it's not just a time off, but like, it's, you know, it's very hard on your family. My husband had to take care of me and all of that and the girls. And it's just, it's not, it's not fun for anyone. So right. if I can prevent that from happening again, I will. Yeah. And it's like every, I mean, you probably, if you feel this, if, if, cause I had Achilles injuries and, and, you know, for the past four years, it seems like, and it's like every time I get just like a little tweak there, I'm like, oh, no, you know, am I going to be out for like four weeks? So I don't know if you feel the same way. Like if you feel like that little tweak in the hip, like, oh, my gosh, did I do something wrong? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If I notice my hips getting tight, I'll focus more on, you know, doing some of the stuff I learned when I was in physical therapy. So like hip bridges and they have a thing called like clamshells where you band your knees and then you'll do like a it's like a clamshell you can google it but it helps like open up your hips and make them not as tight yeah i think that's they say that 
always for, you know, physical therapists at least, or, you know, sports medicine doctors always say for runners, you just always have to keep your hips flexible. That's like one of the most important things. So any type of exercises you do to, to help keep, you know, those hips flexible and, and keep them open. I mean, that's the best, best way to do it. Do you do any yoga or anything like that? I don't. I should, <laughs> but I don't. No, I well, mean, you don't I have to, you know, as long as you feel good and you're doing the things that you need to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like I took my kids to yoga a couple of weeks ago and they're like, Oh, are you going to go in the adult yoga class? And I'm like, no, <laughs> I guess I could have. <laughs> <laughs> you know, mom's done enough. She's tired. She's just going to watch you guys. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I actually just dropped them off and went to the grocery store. <laughs> should have have gone to yoga but uh, that's all right so um do what other are are you going to do like any 5ks this year at all or are you just mainly going to focus on some of these longer runs or do you see yourself jumping into anything like that um it just depends on what i have going on i did sign up for they have a thing called the hammy at kent state um in may and they have a crossfit component to it and there's a 5k I did sign up for that just for fun, and a lot of people at the gym did it last year, and they had a lot of fun with it. So I have that. Um, other than that, I think I'll mostly be focusing on distance just because I, I really enjoy distance. 5Ks and 10Ks, like, I'm decent at them, but they're so hard. Like, you just have to go so hard the whole time, and you don't really, like, with a half marathon and a marathon, you pick pace, and you try and stick with that pace. and um, for 5k 10k any shorter distance it's like you just have to go out so hard and hold that pace it's you know uh, I don't know to get comfortable being uncomfortable and I'm okay with that but I prefer the longer distances well they they always and that's what people told me too is that you know you should focus on longer runs they're just they're easier easier on your body than shorter races you know, I like the shorter races just because they're over faster, you know, so for me, but it's, it's true. I mean, you're, you know, when you're doing a, a ton of 5Ks, you're just, you know, you're running as, as hard as you possibly can for, you know, three miles versus, you know, a half marathon, even a marathon. I mean, you, you just, you start off slow, hopefully, and you kind of just yeah. work into your, into your pace and it just... I think it's easier on your body. I mean, even though it's a longer run, it's more taxing. It's just, I think it's easier on your muscles and joints when you're doing that versus just running a, a sprint for, you know, three miles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So what kind of shoes do you, I've, every time I interview people, I always ask them about shoes and, you know, their opinions on shoes and, you know, what do you, have you had like trial and error with shoes? Have you been injured because of shoes at all? Or what do you, what do you try to, what type of shoes do you, you know, advise that people should, should try? I know that's like, you know, you can't really give advice on shoes just because everybody's body's different, but where do you, or what do you normally, or what normally works good for you? Yeah, so I have a neutral uh, strike, or basically I'm neutral. So I can pretty much run in any running shoe. Uh, the ones I like are the New Balance Zantes, so the Fresh Bones. Um, and then I do have the Nike um, Vaporfly 4%, the ones that uh, Shalane wore for the New York Marathon. And I do like those for racing. I don't train in them because they seem like they're going to wear out a lot faster than my other ones. 
so they're very light and those are what I wore for um for the Christmas story run this year but the combination of the two of those it's really hard to get the vapor flies but I mean the Zante um the Zante line is really really good too now do you train in a different shoe versus what you race in I have a whole combination of stuff I cycle through. So generally I run in my Zantes. Um, I do have the Nike Zoom flies, which are very similar to the Vapor flies. I'll run in those sometimes too. Um, and then I like to race in the Vapor flies. And the, are those more of like a, a racing flat type shoe? Yes. Yeah, they're very light. They have like a, uh, they're very springy. Um, then they're shaped to like, for your foot to run properly like they're very they're very technical shoe mm -hmm. now do you also do any of like the you know the the little drink mixes or like protein mixes or you just pretty much just stick with what you eat on a daily basis you know because I, I know a lot of they have those little goo packs or hammer gel or you know protein shakes do you do you do any of those yeah um so for new york i used one gel at like mile 17, I think it was, and it was Spring Energy, their Power Rush. And I like Spring Energy because it's real food, so it's not like a goo where it's like straight glucose, but um, the Spring Energies have like basmati rice and stuff in them, um, and that's what I used this morning for my training run as well. Um, I like those a lot. They also aren't supposed to cause any like sort of um, stomach upset, which is super helpful because you know when you run a really long time your stomach can tend to get a little wonky um and then it races i generally just take the gatorade i'll take the gatorade and take one gel and that's pretty much it what's it called spring energy yep spring okay. energy i have to look that up because i used to use the the goo packs um but they kind of made my stomach just a little queasy and then i at um, the hermes 10 miler they have they used to have like the hammer gel packs and I took those, I think I took one last year. Um, my daughter and I ran just about the whole race together, and I took one of those, and that kind of made my stomach a little queasy, which is unusual for me because, you know, over my life, I've pretty much been able to eat whatever I want to eat and not have issues. But, like, the older that I get, it's like, you know, i got to start staying away from certain things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, spring energy is really light. Um, goo, I found really just stuck in my mouth and had like kind of a, I don't know. Uh, I've tried all those different ones. I've tried Honey Singer and stuff like that, and they're all great in their own respects, but I really like the spring energy ones. Oh, good. Well, you know, I appreciate you taking the time to chat with me. Look forward to seeing, you know, your continued updates. So when when is the the Athens Marathon? When's that coming up? It's April 15th. Okay. So that will be most likely your, your next race that you do, right? Uh, well, I have Disney this week. Oh, that's right. Um, I'm sorry. I missed week. that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so okay. um, the and that's goal for Disney 10K is... that's a 10K Anna uh, half, I think it is? The, the princess. Yeah, the 10K and a half. Wow. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, so my coach wants me to race the 10K. So the goal there will be to win overall. Um, and the half she wants me to use as a tempo for marathon. So uh, it's going to be 650s. So I probably won't like win overall or anything like that, but it'll be a good uh, test of where my fitness is at for the marathon. Well, yeah, if you do a 10K on, I'm assuming it's probably Saturday or something, and then, you know, a half marathon the next day, 
That's going to be, yeah. so I look forward to the updates. I'm assuming you're going to be putting posts on Instagram or, or Facebook or something like that. Kind of give us updates as to, to how you did. Yeah, I will. Yeah. I, I mostly post a lot about my training and stuff on Instagram. Um, and then it just depends on what it is. If I um, share it with Facebook or not, right. I, if I push, post too much running stuff, it gets a little old. So I tend to just keep that to Instagram. And then if I have something exciting, I want to post about, I'll share it to Facebook. So, well, we all look forward to, you know, hearing how you did. So good luck and, and, um, you know, look forward to seeing those updates. So I, I really appreciate it. Uh, you know, taking the time to chat with me. Um, and you know, just like I said, look forward to, to, um, hearing about your future updates. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for having me. All right. Well, I thank like you. doing this stuff. It's <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this was another episode of Running with Laz, and we want to thank our guest, Alyssa, and uh, look forward to seeing her updates. Thank you.